What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Jamie D Show. Woo! It's Friday. Yes, it's Friday. A great day throughout the week because it's the weekend. Yeah. I am so happy that it is finally Friday. Y'all, this week has dragged me. Drag him, Monique. Drag me, Monique. <laughs> if you guys have never watched Real Housewives of Potomac, then you wouldn't understand that reference. But welcome to Into the Jamie D Show. We're live on KSHP AM 1400 and 107.1 FM as well. We're live on YouTube, Twitter, Twitter, and wait, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and Facebook at The Jamie D Show. That's T-H-E-J-A-I-M-E-D-E-E. S-H-O-W. Shout out to my fans who actually have been listening even before my show started because I heard I had an amazing fan call into the radio shopping show here at KSHP. That's before my show. It's called K-Shop and you get amazing deals on so many different events, so many different concerts, hotel stays, restaurants, and more. And I'm happy that you guys are even Giving some viewership and some listening, listen, listens to other shows. Thank you for actually supporting the entire station as a whole. I'm really happy to have you all here because it's a great sunny day here in Las Vegas. On today's show rundown, we have the news headlines of the day. We're going to talk about diversity, equity, and inclusion in colleges and universities. And then later, we actually have an interview with Rob Sealander. And guess what? You don't want to miss out on this interview because Rob Sealander actually has so much he wants to talk to you about. He is the co-founder and chief marketing officer of Red Onyx. And he's going to come in and talk about his company, why small businesses need to take the services he provides. Why tech is such a becoming such a popular industry and how to make tech sexy. So stick around because you don't want to miss Rob Sealander. We have so much to get into. All right, let's get into the daily news headlines. Okay. So I just want to go ahead and put this out here because I know we're all still kind of on our toes and uh, paying attention to this horrible, horrible news about the five individuals who unfortunately lost their lives trying to go visit the Titanic wreckage. And we are told that they actually passed days before the surge even started because they actually heard prior the implosion prior to all this and they're saying allegedly they tried to tell somebody but nobody was listening and my thing is y'all knew that this freaking submersible imploded and took us through this crazy ride for what i know everybody who was on social media making fun of this story feels bad and i mean hey i feel like that's a part of our society and how we cope with things because i mean even though they are rich billionaires who decided to do this on their own and sign their own lives away even though that there were so many different signs saying do not do this what the younger guy who was on um who was the, the billionaire's son said he didn't want to go but the, the dad took him anyway and the son said he did it just for father's day and the CEO who passed away as well said that he broke rules and he wants to be known for breaking rules and doing it anyway and still succeeding. Well, unfortunately, he didn't succeed. They fired an ex-employee who apparently said they shouldn't have used this submissible in the first place. There's so much going on. And yes, we are live on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and Facebook. I'm glad that we actually have this because even Taylor W. says, I didn't even know they heard the implosion. Yes, they heard the implosion days before this even happened. Literally, it says a top secret U.S. Navy detection system designed to spot any enemy submarines first heard the Titan submissible implosion days ago. WSJ reports. And they come and tell us this. <sighs> but I, I, I do want to talk about another story 
because while this is important, I feel like this is also as equally important because we, there are so many people in society that has conspiracy theories about why the media only prolongs certain stories. And as somebody who is always challenging the media to tell more stories, tell more local stories and tell more stories that matter to the people and stop thinking that what you think as a producer or somebody who's in power matters to the people and actually start asking the people what matters to them. I can agree why people are upset that this story has not been told, even though there has been space for this story to be told. Yes, we have been having this conversation about the submissible, but one thing we see in the news often is that they say the same thing over and over and over. It's the same thing, the same conference, the same person, a different person, same story. And there's other stories. For example, there's a missing Titanic submissible, right, that grabs the world's attention. However, this is days after a ship holding over 700 migrants sinks in Greek waters. Again, this missing Titanic submissible grabs the world's attention just days after a ship holding over 700 migrants sinks in Greek waters. How many of y'all have heard of that story? I bet not many. They just now started talking about it. Because guess what? People started putting pressure on the media to talk about it. So let's get into this. According to ABC News, an overcrowded boat with about 750 passengers sunk in Greek waters. The boat was attempting to smuggle humans from Libya, Libya to Italy in hopes for a better life. Occupants were asked to pay the smugglers between 5000 to 8000 for a spot on the boat. 104 people were rescued and 82 bodies were recovered. The remaining are still missing and presumed drowned. Nearly three dozen individuals have been arrested in connection with this case. Human rights activists are furious that the world is not shining more light on this hor horrifying tragedy and seem more focused on the missing submissible instead. While, again, that's still news and it's still important, again, there are other things that are more important, other things that are affecting our world, other things that are huge social issues that we're not going over because of things that people want to do to themselves. Again, my condolences to those who have lost their lives trying to go see the Titanic. But come on now. They lost their lives being frivolous while there's people who are trying to make a better lives for themselves have to go to the extreme just to do so. And we're not hearing about this. And I, I want to say this was reported by ABC News. And I also want you guys to know, do your research, because even though you may pay attention to the blogs and social media, do some backing on ABC News, CNN, Fox News and other credible outlets as well. And make sure to triple check, because sometimes they be trying to hide stuff. And listen, y'all, we got to We got to get into the nitty gritty. I want to talk about this, too, because I talk about this a lot. As it pertains to the social scene here in Las Vegas. So this story is actually out of Dallas. An uptown Dallas restaurant posts an apology after a woman says she was asked to leave because of her shorts. Now, if you haven't seen this video, it actually was posted on Instagram. And it's it really hits home with me because I really hate. Yes, I know hate is a strong word. I don't dislike. I hate how people like to socially discriminate against discriminate discriminate excuse me how people like to socially discriminate against our people when i say our people i mean african-american people and I, like i told you all i'm not trying to be divisive and i'm not trying to put you know one against another but i'm talking from the experience as an african-american individual and all this woman was doing is being hurt she had on a cute white tank top a cute short some uh what do you call those um i don't i'm not a woman so i don't know what those those heels are called but they're like the little um oh i forgot what they're called but they had like heels they weren't like outrageous and she had a cute little um brown bucket hat on and the manager told her she has to leave because she can't wear what she's wearing while there were other caucasian people in the restaurant with shorts on 
Now, here, but here we are. You know, I'm going to always keep everybody accountable for their actions and hold them to what they did. The person who was in charge actually was an Indian man. You see what I mean? When I talk about how there's a, like when you look at the hierarchy of who gets treated the worst, it's usually African-American people as it pertains to ethnicities. And it's like we are all minorities and people are still against us. It makes no sense. We're all minorities. And again, this black woman did not look bad at all. This was actually posted on Dallas, Texas underscore TV. If you want to go check it out and tell me what you think, go right ahead. But I know for a fact she did not look bad. And this is why I'm always fighting against many different venues, event spaces, parties, promoters, security guards, and more who are saying, oh, you can't wear this. Oh, you can't do that. If this is not actually going to be your dress code guidelines why are you picking apart certain people just because you are uncomfortable with what they're wearing? It's because you don't like what they're wearing. I was told I couldn't wear Jordans into a party because it didn't fit the aesthetic. But somebody right next to me had on freaking busted Skechers. Busted Skechers. Come on now. <sighs> so I, I, I really wish people would stop doing this whole dress code. and I get it. There are some people who are inappropriate. There are some places that have a high dress code where you have to be business casual or or, or or business professional, that makes sense. You shouldn't come in with booty shorts. You could, shouldn't come in with two pieces. That makes sense. But make those dress, co- dress codes obvious. Post them for everybody to see and enforce it all the time. Not here and there. Not when you want to. Because even out here, there's so many venues that have dress codes that enforce them when they feel like it. How do you think you're going to create a culture where people are going to actually try to abide by your dress code? When I got in last week with shorts and now this week I can't get in, now I'm going to challenge the rule and now we're going to argue. Stop bothering these people. Hey, I don't know if you all like Zoe 101 like I did, but Zoe 101 was the bomb on Teen Nick growing up. I love me some Zoe 101. And we all know that the show was canceled because of the scandals that Jamie Lynn Spears had. She said, and she debunked them later in life and said that she wasn't fired because of her pregnancy, but the show actually just ended because they're, I forgot, uh, I looked it up and I just totally forgot in this moment. She said something along the lines of, I believe, don't quote me, like they had no more episodes. And so the series just ended. But the world and media outlets back then were saying she got fired and the show ended because she was underage and she was pregnant. She was under 18. She got pregnant. And they didn't want that to be the model for the kids in that time. Well, years later, Zoe 102, the movie, is coming out. And I'm all about nostalgia. I'm telling you, I loved Zoe 101. It's crazy because if you don't know... Zoe 101 was actually filmed on Pepperdine University, which is a real university in Malibu. Yes, Malibu, California. This, the movie's supposed to come out June, July 27th on Paramount+. Plus. And to be honest, there's been so many rumors along the years. And it was like there's going to be a new series or there was going to they, – they've had spoofs come out or they had certain cast do certain, like, skits. And we've all been kind of, like, waiting to see what happens. And to be honest, nobody wants it now. <laughs> Literally, the Zoe 102 trailer drops, and it is, boo, boo, it's so lame, it's so eek, what, what, what do, what do the new kids say, it's an ick, it, it just looks so lame, apparently it's about Zoe, who, well, everybody's now grown, Zoe is going through the woes of dating, while her 
her ex, I forgot what the man's name is. Her ex in the show, oh, I forgot the man's name. But her ex in the show, he's now getting married. And Chase, Chase Matthews. Yep, there we go. I, I thought I was going to say that wrong. Chase, yeah. He's getting married. Everybody's technically still friends after college and so on. And everybody's invited to Chase's wedding. And it's obvious it's one of those movies where, you know, she's single. He moved on because he hasn't seen her or heard from her in a while. They're probably going to end up getting married and falling in love again at the end of the movie. All that wham, 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 boring, cheesy stuff. It looks so cheesy. And the acting looks so lame. And then it's crazy because Jamie Lynn Spears in one of the snippets is like, oh, my God, I, I wish I could go back to high school. And one of the per- people, I don't know who he is, but one of the guys in the scene was like, it's scary how much you think about high school and talk about it. And I agree. Hear me out. I understand the high school was some of people's best times in their life. Uh, if that's the only thing you're still reminiscing on right now, I really challenge you to find new, a new life, find new experiences. You don't have, you, you didn't have to go to college to be like, oh, this is my new life. And I understand everybody's going through challenges. Shoot, I'm going through challenges, but don't be stuck in high school. At our big ages, don't be stuck in high school. It's, it's just weird. Like, especially when you have people who reach out to you and you're like, oh, remember high school? It's like, no. <laughs> I hardly remember you. I know people are going to find me petty for saying that, but no, I hardly remember you from high school. Like, you don't even look the same. <laughs> so people who are, like, stuck on high school days, kind of like, <sighs> I mean, if that was the best part of your life, I get it and I support it. But it's just, to me, I'll be honest, it's weird. And yes, I can support it and still say it's weird when I have people from high school reach out to me like, oh, remember this, remember that? It's like, it's been how many years? Can we create more memories together? I don't care to talk to you about high school. I moved on. I, I actually hated my high school. And that's probably why I have that opinion. Hey, it is what it is. <laughs> hey, it's from Las Vegas News. A health district shuts down pools at, at a Las Vegas resort after violations. In a statement provided by Fox 5 on Thursday, the SNHD wrote that they conducted an inspection on June 12th that found water chemistry violations involving the North Pool. The statement also states that officials had concerns involving lifeguards at both facilities. Both the non and south pools were found to have inattentive lifeguards, lack of managerial control over lifeguards, and improper rotation of lifeguards. There's also a compliance issue involving the alteration of drain covers. Both pools have been closed by SNHD, and they can reopen when compliance is achieved, the statement from SNHD read. In response, Caesar, Caesars Entertainment issued the following statement. We care about the health and safety of our guests. We're working closely and in full cooperation in the Southern Nevada Health District to address an issue presented to us. In the meantime, our guests are being re- redirected to our neighboring pools at Horseshoe and Paris. Ew, what are y'all doing in these pools? Are y'all like excreting b- bodily functions in like a sexual way and just like the bodily bathroom way ew what's in these pools why aren't y'all cleaning these pools one thing about me i love me a good pool party but it's so funny because the las vegas natives are always like ew don't go in the pools on the strip ew you're gonna be itchy Ugh, i'm kind of grossed out now <laughs> oh also this is some crazy las vegas news and it really bothers me police say north and uh, north vegas North Las Vegas Amazon was placed under lockdown yesterday after reports of a person with a gun. Can y'all please leave these people alone? Can y'all please stop bothering people? What's with y'all and these guns? Why are y'all so obsessed with guns? <laughs> please leave people alone. I'm tired of y'all trying to shoot them up. Shoot them up. Beat them up. Leave them alone. Put the guns down, please. Uh 
Anyway, hey, you all are tuned into the Jamie D Show live on KSHP AM 1400 and 107.1 FM. It's Friday. We're having a great time. It's sunny outside. Make sure to stick around because we're going to quickly talk about diversity, equity, and inclusion. And then we're going to get into our interview segment with the amazing Rob Sealander, who's going to talk about Red Onyx and why small businesses should take the services he provides. All right, we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere because guess what? We have amazing new things to talk about. Stay there. Is your dog suffering from a sensitive stomach? Hi, it's Kelly the Cookie Lady from Mooch's Munchies. Our dogs had super sensitive tummies and I needed to find a low-fat treat that wouldn't give them gas or other issues. Most of the treats on the market were loaded with fillers, chemicals, and chicken fat. Many of them weren't even food. Well, I knew I could do better, so I developed Mooch's Munchies, and I'm happy to be able to share them with you. Stop by our store or our website, moochesmunchies.com, and find out why we say that Mooch's Munchies are totally possum. Yeah, and just like that, we're back to The Jamie D Show, live on KSHP AM 1400 and 107.1 FM, as well, we're live on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and Facebook at The Jamie D Show. Thank you all for tuning in and commenting and just getting involved with me. You're more than welcome to also call in at 702-221-7283 to get involved in the conversation. Right now, we're going to talk about diversity, equity, and inclusion and why it's important and what's happening to this type of education and system that is being struck, struck, struck down by those in power. So, Texas Governor Greg Abbott signs a law shutting down diversity offices at public universities. We see this happening in Florida as well, and I am over it. Over it. I mean, let me tell you this right now. I absolutely love Texas. I used to live in Dallas, Texas, and I, I live by me some Dallas, Texas. But what is wrong with Ron DeSantis in Florida and Greg Abbott in Texas? What is wrong with y'all? Do y'all know how detrimental it is to our society to remove diversity, equity, and inclusion? Y'all, this law comes as the Supreme Court later this month is widely expected to ban colleges and universities from considering race as a factor in their admissions decisions. Oh, my God. I'm really over the fact that people, and this is where I have to talk about the race thing again, but Caucasian people believe that they're not going to have chances because we have systems that allows other races to be seen. Y'all do know without these other systems, other races and ethnicities won't be seen. Y'all do know that you have a space every day, no matter where you go, which is why you don't need a pride which is why you don't need a Juneteenth, which is why you don't need a festival about you because every day of your life is a festival. Everything you get to do is a festival. Everything that you get to interact with, involve in, and be a part of is a privilege. Your minority counterparts don't have that privilege. Why are we still fighting about this in 2023? Let me tell you this. I I wish we didn't need to have any of this diversity, equity, and inclusion and 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 accepting certain races first and all this stuff. I don't want that because I wish everybody was already created equal and we didn't have to have these systems in place. But guess what? We do. And you do know going back and removing things that already have a precedent 
<sighs> tears this world apart and makes us more div divisive than we should be. Under the Texas law signed by Abbott on Wednesday, June 14th, any public college or university does not certify it is in compliance with the measure would not be able to spend state funds allocated to it. <sighs> Some are saying that having diversity, equity, and inclusion, DE&I in schools is the divisive and or anti-white. It is not anti-white to have diversity, equity, and inclusion. We're just trying to be on the same level field as our Caucasian counterparts. I'm telling you, we just want to be seen as equal. We just want to have the same resources and privileges y'all have. Please help us. <laughs> ah, this is so irritating. Y'all don't get how much more work we have to do as minority groups to just be seen, to be heard, to be taken seriously, to be valued. Yes, everybody has struggles. But you all, as our Caucasian counterparts, don't have to do as much work as we, the minority groups, have to do. And again, I'm not invalidating the Caucasian experience, the Caucasian culture, and what you all have to deal with. I understand there are struggles and strifes. And again, I grew up in the hood of Chicago, and I grew up in the suburbs of Chicago. I've seen it all as it pertains to how people live and how people struggle. But I'm telling you, you will never have to struggle like your minority counterparts have to struggle. <sighs> oh my gosh. State Senator Brandon Creighton, a Republican who was one of the bill's authors, said in a statement, Texas is leading the nation in ensuring our campus is returning to focuses on the strength of diversity and promoting merit-based approach, where individuals are judged on their qualifications, skills, and contributions, as reported by NBC News. What? <laughs> How are you going to say we're going to return to focusing on diversity if you're taking away diversity, equity, and inclusion in schools? <laughs> Come on. I really want you all to know that just because somebody is African-American does not mean they automatically get in. Just because somebody's Indian, Chinese, or whatever does not mean they automatically get in. They still have to meet the qualifications. Nobody just automatically getting like that or wands waving and boom they're in that's not how this works they still have to meet the qualification <laughs> y'all this is wrong in so many ways yes sometimes maybe let's say a caucasian person versus a african-american person or anybody else with a 4.0 and a 4.0 well if the university is 95 percent caucasian anyway What's wrong with them adding that one black person in or that one minority group in over that one Caucasian person? We need spaces too. Y'all do know if it wasn't for these systems, that Caucasian person would automatically get in. And let me tell you this, even with these systems in place, it's still hard. Y'all, before we end the segment, I just want to ask you all these questions. Why are we going backwards on laws and policies put in place to make sure everyone is being treated fairly and equally? Why do certain Caucasian people, not all, I'm not against the Caucasian community. I'm not against anybody in general. And I know there's so many allies, but why do certain Caucasian people seem to be so threatened by minorities receiving the same opportunities as they do? We just want to be able to buy houses, have families, provide for them, put food on our table, be able to go on vacations, get close and stop worrying and being in debt. A lot of y'all don't have to deal with that because you literally have a privilege that we don't have. Why do you think that people are no longer getting into colleges and universities based off merit, but solely off of race? That is not the reality. I worked in the missions for several schools. I worked for the president of my graduate school, University of Maryland, College Park. And trust me, that is not how that works. <laughs> 
Why do they believe that our American PWIs are no longer majority Caucasian and populated when they still are? How do they think minorities will benefit by getting rid of these laws when we see time and time again that even with these laws in place, minorities are still being left out, discriminated against, and hindered from succeeding in college? Y'all, when you erase history, when you get rid of books, when you go back on systems that have a precedent to be there in the first place, you are literally reversing history. And you are allowing people to still do the same things that were done in the past we fought so hard against to stop from happening, like being racist, being prejudiced, being discriminatory, hate, being hateful, and more. And this is where it all starts. Please pay attention to who you vote for. Please pay attention to the news. While I understand that, yes, that submissible was a huge thing. I bet a lot of y'all didn't even know this was happening in Texas. And you're like, oh, well, I don't live in Texas. Vegas, we could be next. LA, you could be next. Chicago, you could be next. Pay attention, y'all. Hey, you're now tuning into the Jamie D Show live on KSHP AM 1400 and 107.1 FM. In the next segment, we have Rob Sealander, the co-founder and chief marketing officer of Red Onyx, who's going to join me live to discuss his company, why small businesses need the services they, services they provide, and more. So pay attention because he's going to give us everything you need to know. And hey, he's going to drop some gems. Stick around. I'll be right back. Hungry for the best barbecue in Las Vegas? Come out to the infamous barbecue and meat market, John Moles Meats and Roadkill Grill in Las Vegas. John Moles was featured on the Food Network's Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. Now take home delicious meat selections for your grill, and while you're there, grab a bite of the best barbecue in Las Vegas. With two locations now at Tom and Gowan or on North Decatur, you're sure to find the perfect meats for your next barbecue or party. Find us online at johnmolemeats.com. At AR Heating and Air Conditioning, our main goal is to provide high-quality service without breaking the bank. From maintaining your HVAC units to fixing them when they are down, they are there for you. AR Heating and Air Conditioning offer reasonable prices, reliability, and professional service at a great value. For more information, go to fixmyac.net or call 702-646-4000. Beat the heat and call AR Heating and Air Conditioning today. Welcome to Hash House A Go-Go, where we've been serving farm food and crafted cocktails for over two decades. Visit us for the full Hash House experience at any of our five Las Vegas locations. Hash House A Go-Go is where old school meets new and gets twisted. We bring people together over good food and fun. Come in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and come hungry because our portions are huge. Visit us online to see our entire menu at hashhouseagogo.com. Hash House A Go-Go. It's a Midwest thing, and there's nothing else like it. Zen World Premium CBD offers full and broad spectrum CBD oil, extracts, and capsules which are designed to help you feel your best. Their products are sourced from the best organic hemp and natural ingredients on the market and are tested for quality, purity, and potency. They have a full range of items from health and wellness to beauty to pets. Call 725-205-9223. Visit online at zinworld.com or stop by their location at 9895 South Maryland Parkway and Silverado Ranch Parkway. Mention KSHP for 10% off in-store or use code KSHP online for 15% off. Is your dog suffering from a sensitive stomach? Hi, it's Kelly the Cookie Lady from Mooch's Munchies. Our dogs had super sensitive tummies, and I needed to find a low-fat treat that wouldn't give them gas or other issues. Most of the treats on the market were loaded with fillers, chemicals, and chicken fat. Many of them weren't even food. Well, I knew I could do better, so I developed Mooch's Munchies, and I'm happy to be able to share them with you. Stop by our store or our website, moochesmunchies.com, and find out why we say that Mooch's Munchies are totally possum. 
What's up, everybody? Welcome back to The Jamie D Show, live on KSHP AM 1400 and 107.1 FM. If you're just now tuning in, we already went over the news headlines of the day. We briefly talked about diversity, equity, and inclusion in colleges and universities and how it's being taken out and actually deflecting against what the actual issue is and how it's negatively impacting our society. But now we're at the best part of the day. We have Rob Sealander, the co-founder and chief marketing officer of Red Onyx, who's joining me live in studio to talk about his business. Welcome in, Rob. Woo! Thank you. How are you, Rob? I'm doing good. Good. It's a great day. Thanks <laughs> yes, for having me. It's Friday. Listen, thank you for being here. I know it's a lot of traffic out in the city today, especially with all of the construction, but you're on time and I appreciate that. Of course. <laughs> so let's get into this interview, Rob. What is Red Onyx? Red Onyx is a web platform where we have integrated all of the extra functionality that small businesses need to grow their businesses, to thrive, to get their customers, engage their customers. In short, we've created an enterprise solution and made it available for small businesses. I love that. I do want to challenge you real quick, though, okay. because it wouldn't be radio, radio if I didn't. Of course. Dumb that down for people. Make, okay. like do, do, do that for dummies. <laughs> I'm one of them. <laughs> okay. Okay. So let's say you have a business, right? Mm-hmm. Normally, the way it happens is you go out, you get your website. Maybe it has e-commerce. Maybe it doesn't. But for the rest of it, you really have to go around and search figure out what's going to be the best for you. So you might get this email program and maybe you get that funnels program, but then you've got to find a way to make it all work together. You've got different applications. Um, maybe you can figure out a quick tech solution to make it all work. Usually not. Speaking from my own experience, I wanted to do all of those things. So I had a beautiful website. I went to add in a piece of technology. My website came crashing down, mm. took it out. It came back up put it back on, it came back down. So I ended up saying, you know what? I'm not going to do all those things that I know I need to do because I just don't know how to make it work. Mm. And that was actually one of the birthplaces, one of the original starting points of Red Onyx. Because I'm like, if I'm having this problem, right? And I'm not scared of technology. I like technology. I love what technology can do. But if I can't make it work, other people are going to have the same problem. And even more to that, I didn't want to learn how to make it work because I want to do my business. Facts. Right? Facts. I, I don't want to go in there and have to figure out the code. I don't even know what I'm looking for. I don't want to learn it. I don't know what questions to ask, but I just want to do my business. Mm-hmm. Now, talk to me about why it's important to know how to code when it comes to running your business and running your website. Well, actually, the great thing about our website is you don't need to know any code at all. You don't yes. even need, you don't even need to know what code is. You don't even right. need to know that it exists. So you do it all for them. We do it all for them. So we've taken all that uh, complexity, all of the things that maybe a bigger company would have a whole team for. We brought everything in together. We've coded everything so that um, like your CRM talks to your e-commerce and we can talk about exactly what that looks like in a minute. But we've made sure that it works. So if something goes wrong, you just contact us. Okay. If you need something, you can let us know, but you don't have to worry about, you know, did I do this right? Did I do this wrong? It's just going to work for you. And if it doesn't, we're going to figure it out. So talk to me as if I was your client right now, because for me personally, I love help. That's one mm-hmm. of my love languages, acts of service. When you can help me out, I'll take Absolutely. it. However, I don't like to be completely blind because I still want to know what's going on. So walk me through that. Do you still teach people a little bit what the, what's happening or keep them updated when you're working with their business and their websites? So we do. So 
our tech makes, our solution makes a lot of things possible, but you still have to go in and know what you're doing. So for example, let's say you have a website and you want to capture leads. So you need a form, you need someplace to get that email address. So now you have the email address. What do you do with it? Mm-hmm. You know, you can either sit at your computer and manually type out every single email or you can set up a quick system, a quick automation that says, when this comes in, send that email. Two days later, send them a video link. Mm. The next day, follow up on this. Or maybe invite them to book an appointment. Check in 24 hours. If they book the appointment, we're all good. Maybe send them a reminder. If they didn't book that appointment, say, hey, don't miss out on this appointment. That keeps you from sitting at your desk and having to do it. You can be out. Because when you're here on the radio, you're not on your emails. Right. You're not doing this other stuff. Facts. That's a lot of business owners. So it's not that you are putting blind faith into something. You push a button and boom, everything works and you have no idea how. We've made the tech possible, but not everybody uses maybe a funnel. Maybe not everybody uses a heavy email campaign. Okay. Um, so it's... It's put together in a way that as you run your business, right? You're not a heavy e-commerce person, right? I'm like, not at all. I was just talking about you personally. <laughs> not at all. So that part may not be so relevant to you and that's okay. Mm-hmm. But you have listeners you could be engaging. You have an audience you could be engaging. You have people that maybe want to engage with you. Mm-hmm. And that part may be far more important to you where somebody who's selling coffee cups it's probably going to be much more interested in, I want to sell, I want to sell, I want to have as many products as possible, and maybe do the occasional engagement piece. And both of those are right, right? Okay. It's whatever's good for your business. So again, it's not that we flip a switch and boom, you've got everything going all the time. There is still some work to set up, but the work is not in how do I get you know, this piece to talk to that piece, or it's not working and I don't know what to do. And now I've got to go to YouTube or I've got to go here or, you know, and and who knows if you're even getting the right information. We've taken all of that part out of it for you. So we've created the solution, how you use it, that's entirely up to you. And how you use it will be different than maybe how another guy on the radio uses it or how I actually use it. Just to clarify, yeah, is this service automated or is there somebody behind the scenes doing this for the individual? It's automated. Oh. So we've obviously we're behind the scenes making sure that all of the tech works. But the, so the way an automation works, it's really drag and drop, for example. So you would say, okay, let's say, for example, somebody fills out a form, wait five minutes, send them an email. Wait a day, send them this email, and you create the email that you want to send or the video or like for me, being on the show, that could have been automated and you could have sent me a reminder of to be here. You could have automatically sent me the instructions. You could have asked me, hey, is there anything you want to talk about in a form? And you could be asleep while all that's happening. Rob, what are we doing? (laughs) What are we doing? Exactly. I'm sold. (laughs) Exactly. Let's take a step back. Go through your services, so the people who are listening can actually understand what it is you truly do. Okay, so I'll give you a scenario that kind of explains really how it works together, right? So to start at the very beginning, you need a website, right? That's really the heart of your business. It's your website. And your website needs to look great and it needs to do all of those things. But if it, if you're not engaging people, right, you just have it, – it would be like going to – the gates of Disneyland and be like, okay, here's a picture of Disneyland, but you can't do anything with it. You can just look at it. If you don't mind, before you get into the yeah. services, because you've been saying this often and I want to make sure that we talk about yes. this before you keep going. When you're saying engaging in people, 
Uh, Let's talk about that. Because what if you're a new business? What if you're a new radio show? What if you just move somewhere? You don't know anybody. How are we going to engage with people we don't know and we don't even have on our platform? You know, that is a really, really great question. And that comes from a number of ways. So I can put it into our situation. So somebody comes to our website. Maybe they've done a Google search. Maybe a friend's recommended. Maybe they just came across it by accident. For whatever reason, they're on our website. That's where you see those forms that says, hey, download our free booklet for this. Mm-hmm. Or, hey, give us your email. We'll give you a 10% discount. We'll give you a coupon. Whatever that happens to be, right? That's all to get your email. And every business needs to have some way to get people's emails. So then what happens is, is once you have that email, whether you get that on a card at an event, like you and I have, you know, we run into each other at events quite often. Mm -hmm. So whether you get that from a business card and put that in the system or they come to your website or whatever that is, you need to do something with that. And that is what's called the engagement. So do you send them an email? Do you send them information? Do you send them a request for a meeting? Do you ask them to go to an event? Do you, what is it that you want them to do? And the idea is not to shower people in emails, right? Because mm. none of us like that. We've all been on the it's receiving irritating. end of that. Exactly. What we want are emails. We want information that's going to be relevant to us, that's going to be interesting to us and informative. And we don't want everything to be a sales, right? We don't like the people that every time you're like, okay, what are they selling me now? Right. We want to balance between the sales and the adding value. And again, mm. that's that's the difference between um, just sending somebody an email saying, hey, here's a coupon code by my product. And oh, I'm a gym. Here's an email about hydration. Here's an email about, you know, 10 things you can do since the weather's really beautiful outside that don't include the gym. So you're still in that space, but you're adding value so that when you do come and say, hey, We've got this thing going on. You're not met with that. Oh my God, what are they trying to sell me? Right. <laughs> what now? <laughs> exactly. Because none of us like that. None of us like that. Are you saying though that people still have to find you first before you engage with them? Or do you have tools in place where you can find people for the business? We in our solution, we don't actually have the, okay, put in this and find all these people and email them. In fact, that's not really an ethical thing to do. And there are various laws around how you acquire information and what you can do with information. Some of those are actual laws. Some of those are just kind of like sort of the, I would say, acceptable ethics of how things are done, right? right? Like we don't spam people. Um, so you do still have to do some diligence. But one of the things that our system does is we have what's called um, on-page SEO. So SEO is search engine optimization. Mm-hmm. So if you've ever wondered why in an unpaid way, some people appear you know, on the first page of Google and some yep. people are on page, you know, 3,275, <laughs> right? Yeah. That's all because of, n- not all because, but a lot of that has to do with search engine optimization. So it's how many keywords are on your page. Uh, how have you organized it? Have you used the right types of headers? Do you have the links, whatever? So for each page that you have on the Redlinux platform, you're actually going to get a an analysis of what that SEO looks like with tips of like, you know, it might say, hey, you don't have enough of this keyword, Mm. right? Maybe you're, maybe that page is all about 
like I heard your last segment, right, on diversity. So maybe that's all about diversity, but maybe you only use the word diversity one time. Mm. So that's not going to show up when somebody is Googling diversity or looking up things on diversity because you're not relevant enough keyword-wise in that space. But if you've got diversity in a couple of your headers and you've got links to maybe a couple of organizations or nonprofits or public speakers that are all about diversity – um, and you've got those types of things, then your SEO, you're likely to ramp, rank up higher. Now, keep in mind, that's not a, you don't go in and keyword out your entire website, right. flip the switch, <laughs> and you're now number one. Right. It's a train. It's very slow moving. But once it's picked up the speed, it just goes. Rob, I have a master's in broadcast journalism and several certificates in social media mm -hmm. and i was not expecting you to come here and teach me stuff you are dropping gems for those who are just now tuning in this is rob Lander, the co-founder and chief marketing officer of red onyx and he's pretty much telling us all about his business and why small businesses need their services let's go back to that question now because there are people who are tuning in live on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and Facebook who are excited to hear what you have to say, okay. and they really want to know your services. So let's let's talk about that. Okay, so our services are so we've got we we like I said you got you have your website it's all drag and drop so you can change it up mix it up do whatever it's very easy to manage your website behind that we've got the e-commerce so you can sell your products your services your time anything that you can sell um, you you can do that as well. From there, we have the CRM piece. Like I said, you know, somebody, you get somebody's, um, email, you can engage them with CRM, but also that connects to our, uh, e-commerce to our, to our web store. So if somebody buys a product, you can send them an email based on that. You can send them instructions of how to use that product or to an event maybe about that product. That all then works with the funnel part where, and a funnel is where you take somebody who maybe has some interest in something, right? But they're not really sure yet. They maybe don't know. And do a series of steps. You walk them through like, oh, thanks for asking about our product. You give them a bit more information, maybe a video, do whatever. And you get them to the point of, okay, I want to buy. Or they say, you know what? That product's not for me for may maybe very legitimate reasons. Um, so that's the funnels. The SEO piece of it is what helps you get found in, you know, on Google. And when I say Google, I mean just search engines across mm. the board. Um, there's product feed. So you put a product in your store, you can set that up so that when you hit publish and you publish that product in your store, it goes to uh, Amazon marketplace. It goes to Google. It goes to other places. So people that maybe will never visit your site or would never have visited your site, they're looking up something and boom, there you are. There's your product. Rob, that is so interesting that you have all these resourceful services that I didn't even know I personally need just being a radio personality. And people are saying they really enjoy your services and what you have to offer. And that's great. Let's talk about this, though, if you're willing to talk about Absolutely. this live on air. How much does all this cost? So our solution is $99 a month. That's it? That's it. Now, some people pay more than that just for the email services that aren't even integrated with their website. Wow. So that includes your hosting, your website, your CRM, your SEO, your funnels, um, we're about to, uh, we will soon be launching the social media part so that when you publish a product, you'll be able to post that on social media. What? We had that set up, but then there was a, the company that we were working with, they decided to raise their prices. So mm. we actually had to pull that out. Um, we will be bringing in other services, but no matter what we bring, the base price is always going to be $99. Oh, that's now, good. Now, if you need, let's say, a specific functionality, 
we we can talk about that. We can include that. But then you're getting into really like the custom solutions, enterprise solutions. And we do have businesses that just they needed more than what our basic service offers because our, our base service, we wanted to really have something for every small business out there. Mm. That seems very affordable for small businesses. I mean, technically, I'm a small business. That's great. Do you also work with web design? We do. So um, you could do web design. Um, we, we have done web design and we can do web design. But it's great that you asked that because one of the things that we want to do and we're actively looking for now are web designers that we can partner with. So when somebody comes to our page and says, hey, I want a website, but I don't know anything about web design. Right. And again, I don't even want to learn about web design. Listen, I got on Wix and it took me days. <laughs> Right. Days. So we would be able to refer that person to a web designer who then can charge them, can, can do their website, do whatever at all of these services, but on our platform. So not only can they design their website, they're like, hey, you know, let me design your email marketing campaign. Let me go in and like really like, you know, do something really cool with your product page. Let me help you with your SEO. And they can actually add those services. So instead of being a web designer who designs a page and then, you know, vanishes until the person wants to redesign. Right. They can add ongoing services on a monthly, quarterly, yearly basis, however they want to do that. And that can also help them increase their revenue. And that's actually a program that we are actively launching like now. Like it, it, it is live. It's oh. out there. It's new. You're actually the first, uh, this is the first, um, unveiling of it. Oh, turn up so, right here at the Jamie D show. Breaking news. Exactly. Yeah! I saved that for you. <laughs> yes. So let's talk about this because I, Yes, love the sound. I took a, several coding classes okay. in my master's program. And listen, Rob, I love you. And I, I love the business you're doing. But coding is so boring. Tech is so boring. Talk to us about how tech can be sexy and how it can actually be resourceful in our everyday lives. Well, tech, tech, tech can be really sexy when it adds to people's lives, when it helps them be more productive. And again, that's what we tried to do with Red Onyx, right? If you're a solopreneur, especially if you're a solopreneur or you've got one or two people, you don't have time to do all the things you need to do. Mm. You don't. You don't have 10 people that could just be sitting there answering emails or, you know, making phone calls or sending reminders or doing any of that. It's you. And if you're not doing it, nobody's doing it. Thanks. And this is exactly the situation I had. I could not grow my business before Red Onyx because I was so busy networking and doing all of these things. I couldn't do, I did not have the time to do the stuff I needed to do until two o'clock in the morning. And then, yeah, I don't do it at two o'clock. <laughs> Me <the> right now. <laughs> exactly. Right. But that's a lot of people. Yeah. I wish I could say, yeah, I was the exception, but that's really the norm. You know, entrepreneurs, you got a family, you're up at, you know, 435 in the morning. You got to get your kids to school. Then you work. Then you pick them up. You do all the family stuff. Then when they go to bed, then you go back to work. Mm-hmm. That's just the reality of so many people. And I think technology is very sexy when it can free up people. It can give them – it can level the playing field, right? You can give this small solopreneur the tools where they can engage their customers the same way a much larger company can that has like maybe, you know, 200 times the budget. What's a solopreneur? Oh, sorry. Uh, So a solopreneur is somebody who is in business for themselves and they work for themselves by themselves. They are their business. Oh, so I'm one. I'm a solopreneur. You're a solopreneur. Oh, okay. Where I'm not a solopreneur because I have a business partner and we actually work with, you know, other people. That's very interesting. Yeah. Now, why should people trust you and your business? What makes you credible? 
What makes us credible? Um, well, we have a lot of experience. I mean, I can't say we have a laundry list of all these, you know, showcase customers. But what makes us credible is, you know, testimonials from our customers, what, what we've heard. Um, our system does work. You can go out there. You can go out there and do your own research, right? How much does this cost? What do I need to do to have a business? You, you could spend half an hour seeing what it would be to piece it together yourself. You're not going to come close to what we can do and how we can do it and the time that we can save you and the ease that we can save you. One thing I will tell you is that we do not, f- for the average customer, we do not lock people into contracts. Mm. We want you to be locked in by our good service. We want you to be locked in with a solution that works where you say, hey, I don't want to leave, right? Because it's a relationship, right? Right. I don't want to leave not because I'm forced to stay here, but I don't want to leave because you're helping me in my business. You're helping me grow. You're saving me time. You're helping me add value. You know, we have one client who, when we started working with her, she was doing um, aerobics classes in a... I think a back room of a Pilates studio really? in San Diego. Wow. She's now opening up her fourth location. She's not even doing those aerobic things anymore in person. Go her. And those are the stories that we like. And we want to be able to help every entrepreneur out there do that. Okay, yes. That's awesome. Rob, it was such a pleasure having you on the show today. Thank you. You dropped so many gems and you taught me on my show. There you go. <laughs> and I have certificates and social media and everything. I love that. You are able to make tech easy, simple. That's you make goal. it make sense, and I appreciate it. As somebody who truly does not like talking about coding and social media, it's dreadful, but yes. it could also be sexy and very resourceful, exactly. and you proved it. Can you talk to us real quick, because we only have like literally a minute right. left, how we can find you, support you, and what's next for your company? Okay. You can find us on our website, www.redonyx.com, and for you... I have, we've created a special offer for your listeners. Oh, really? If they go to our website, they sign up for the monthly service. Okay. It is 50% off for the first three months. The code is, and you're going to like this, D 50 Oh, I got a special code, now, y'all. You yes. do. Just for you. And that goes through July 4th. Okay. So if awesome. people go to the site, they could do that. There's also, you know, people want to, um, you know, use you know, maybe our design services or whatever, they can find that there. But that is for the uh, monthly uh, service. Okay, awesome. Rob, thank you so much for thank coming on to the Jamie D Show. I would love to have you back and talk more tech, talk more about what your company. And, and any anytime. Yeah, but, and have yeah. you on. I appreciate you. I love you. talking to you. It's yes. Hey, everybody, you're just now tuned into the Jamie D Show. If you just got here, you missed out on the news headlines of the day. You missed out on the conversation about diversity, equity, and inclusion in schools and how it's being taken out. And we just had Rob Sealander, the co-founder and chief marketing officer of Red Onyx, in the studio talking about his company, why small businesses need the services he provides, why tech has become such a popular industry, and how it's sexy. Make sure to tune in. We'll be back next week. You don't want to miss out. The Jamie D Show always has amazing fun and, like we said, sexy things for you to pay attention to. Thank you all so much. Have a great weekend and come back soon. Peace out. What's up, everybody? You were just tuned into The Jamie D Show, live on KSHP AM 1400 and 107.1 FM. If you aren't in the Las Vegas area, You can catch my show live on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and Facebook at The Jamie D Show. That's T-H-E-J-A-I-M-E-D-E-E-S-H-O-W. 
If you want to advertise your business on my show, email us at info at jamied.com. Thank you all so much for your support. See you tomorrow.